Is that your desire? Amen. Mine as well. Greetings. I know you're going to have fun with me tonight, Brother Sam. I'm sorry. Uh, welcome to the house of the Lord this morning. And greetings from Dallas. It was, we had a wonderful weekend with Brother David McGeary and the saints there. So we bring you their greetings from Dallas, Texas. And so there was a nice congregation. They are worshiping. And oh my, it was beautiful. And so don't, don't, don't take me somewhere else tonight. <laughs> Let's just continue <laughs> the same atmosphere, amen, tonight as we gather to hear the Lord's word tonight. I've just been reading. I'm going to sing uh, when the redeemed are gathering in. We can stand tonight. It's Wednesday night. You might have had your work and you're just whew, maybe dragging a little. But I tell you, I've been thinking of a rapture. Amen. In our blessed home on high, I was reading Future Home. Wow. It'd take you, if you need, if you feel a little, little down, you just need to read about where you're going. And that'll bring you up just a little higher. Amen. Sister Nicole will read about heaven's glories. And you'll say, wow, I'm ready to leave in a twinkling of an eye. Let's sing, let's sing about it tonight. Amen. I'm thinking of a rapture. Well, I am thinking of a rapture in our blessed home on high. When the redeemed are gathering in, well, how we raise the heavens and the in that city in the sky. When the redeemed are gathering in, oh, when the redeemed are gathering in, oh, I know, oh, and praise my name. Oh, yeah. 
long time I traveled And down the lonely road Oh, my heart is so heavy It's nothing more Oh, then I heard Amen Oh, what a wonderful hour Oh, I'm so glad prison you imagine stuck in a cage all your life in the four bars and nothing four walls of bars and nothing but but steel and pecking on some crumbs but then the door opened up <laughs> oh my he'd be shouting thank god i'm free <laughs> from this cage of captivity there's a new verse for you <laughs> amen before we go to prayer i want to sing the anchor holds i mean he didn't just free us but he holds us amen Well, now I have journeyed oh, through the long, dark night, out on the open sea.
pray that's your testimony. Are you sure are happy when you can go through a situation? I've been through some where you need to tug on the anchor. I said, Lord, I'm so thankful. It's held firm and fast in the rock of our Lord Jesus Christ. Maybe we go to prayer tonight. Brother Darren, maybe I ask you to come and take that. I don't have any prayer requests specifically written down, but we know we have needs in our body. I know you have needs in your body. But Lord, I think as we heard Brother Jean speak on Wednesday, Lord, what is your need tonight? What do you desire to be done? And may he have his will in all of our way in the service tonight. Brother Darren, why don't you come and open the service in prayer? Heavenly Father, we are so thankful that something's hanging on to us, Lord. We're not hanging on to you, Father, but it's your word that's hanging on to us. It's your word that has transformed our lives. It's your word, Father God, that has separated us, Father, from the people of this world that has made us a peculiar people in your sight, a special people, Lord God. We are the apple of your eye, dear God. We're the one, ones, Lord Jesus, that your eyes are ever upon. And how thankful we are, dear God. You said you'd never leave us nor forsake us, Lord. But you have drawn us, dear God, into your bosom, Lord. How you've expressed your love to us, Father, so many times. Through the trials, Lord Jesus, through the great temptations that we go through, dear Lord. You have proven yourself faithful so many times, Lord. That you're there all the time. You're on time, dear God. You're never late, Lord. So, Father, we just want to give you praise and adoration tonight because you're worthy of it all, dear God. Lord, we want to give you sacrifice from our lips tonight, dear God, in praise and thanksgiving, Father, for you're worthy of it, Lord Jesus. For all that you've done for us, Lord, you've washed us in your own blood. You've cleansed us, Father. You've set us apart, dear God. You've, Lord Jesus, you've placed us, Lord God, beside yourself. You have a place for us in your throne, Lord God. How you've so exalted us, Lord Jesus. How you've so called us, Father, far above the, the realms and the lives of this world, dear Lord. Oh, Father, let that just sink into our hearts, dear God. Lord Jesus, I pray that you'll revelate us tonight through the preaching of the word. How the prophet said we could never overemphasize the importance of revelation, Lord. And Father, you have set our brother Murphy aside tonight, Lord. Father, be able to speak through him, Lord, that you'd be able to speak to our hearts. So, Lord Jesus, it's, it's a, it takes two, dear God. There's a hearer, Lord. There's the, there's the speaker, Lord. Let us be faithful hearers tonight, dear God. Faithful doers of what we hear tonight, Lord God. And allow that word to transform our lives, Father. Lord, to be drawn closer to you. To be burdened for souls, dear God. To be burdened to do your will, Father. So, Lord, we commit the remainder of the service into your hands, asking that you will take control of our brother Michael as he leads us in worship, take control of the musicians, all that's done tonight, Father. We pray that it all be for your glory as we commit the evening into your hands. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Well, why don't you turn around and shake each one's hand and say, Welcome to church tonight. God bless you. have your seats too. <laughs> Amen. A couple announcements here. I think we have a special tonight. Sister Victoria and different ones. Why don't you come and get to yourself, everybody? Joey, those that are having a special one, you come on up for a while. We just, uh, just go through a couple announcements.
this Friday at 7 o'clock, we will have Young Peoples uh, at 7 o'clock, Friday at 7 p.m. Um, not 7.30, 7. Okay, so that's clarified. And uh, also, please remember, we have Sister Clara, the memorial for Sister Clara. That's going to be at the Sunrise Baptist Church. I know you probably got an email on that. But those that didn't, it's going to be at Sunrise Baptist Church on Friday at 12 p.m. And there's a reception that will be immediately following that. And uh, if you're coming, uh, they just ask that anybody uh, coming to Sisters maybe bring a plate of sandwiches or some savory items just to share for the reception after. And the, uh, that's the Sunrise Baptist Church on ba- West Badger Road, if you need to Google that. And uh, also, <coughs> we have uh, just Brother Emmanuel put in an announcement for our uh, Sister Aileen Doma's funeral service. Uh, is going to be in Victoria. You know, I was just pondering that it's sure a great cloud of witnesses is going to be waiting for us over there. My, it's uh, sure is pulling us and desiring us, Lord, take us home. Come, Lord Jesus, come quickly. This funeral service for Straeline will be on Saturday the 26th. I believe I have at 1 p.m. here at uh, the Royal Oak Burial Park in Victoria. And then there's a reception there to follow as well after that. If you need any information on that one, uh, Brother Emmanuel, Gindo or Brother Victor Adamora Sr. will be available for any further details. Amen. All right. gave it to me actually a few days ago um, and I was just pondering on the different needs that we had in the church um, specifically Sister, Sister Vandy um, with the prayer request that was sent out and I just felt a really heavy burden um, and immediately when I received the text message um, I just went on my knees and prayed and a little while later I was um, just pondering on on the prayer that I prayed and and just thinking about the power of the name of Jesus and um, it's a super simple song um, and I just pray that it's a blessing and that y- you can add any other words you want to add in there. We sh- I could add 10, 15 verses if I wanted to, the same, it's repetition, but I was just pondering on the value of the name of Jesus, that in that name, all things are possible. Everything that we have need of is in that name, and so I pray that this is a blessing and that the Lord is pleased and that it will usher us into the presence of the Lord tonight. Yeah. 
demons tremble at the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Said, the demons said, who are you? Where are you who, and under whose authority do you come? I come in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let's just stand and sing. I want to sing after that. I want to sing, I speak Jesus. Because there could be power in it, but you need to speak it Amen. in his name. Not just leave it unspoken. But you come against the enemy. We say, I speak it in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's sing that song together. I know it's been a bit of an anthem over these last little, these few months now. I want, just want to speak the name of Jesus. Brother Murphy comes. He can come as he feels. 
gracious heavenly father Lord as is a song that's saying oh, what a name that a name of Jesus Christ Lord is thy name and that a demons to tremble Lord there is no other name Lord the demons were afraid of but this name Lord when this name is pronounced when there's a life behind that name oh God that name Lord can deliver Lord that name can shatters all the fetters can shatters all the chains oh God we thank you Lord so Lord tonight we're coming in the name of Jesus Christ because not only we just believe in the name but Lord that name is also registered in our life Lord there is a life that is behind that name Lord, it can be has can see that the worthy it is the gospel, Lord. Lord, it can know that it is that name is as worthy for all the praise, for worthy for all the worship, because now is not we live, but it's the name that has lived it inside of us. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Lord, we just pray that let the word of God be preceded out of your mouth. Not as a humble vessel, Lord. You speak to your children. How we want to hear from you, Lord. Because of the one word from you, it will suffice to us. When you come on a sin, Lord, everything will become a difference. Lord, so we ask you, let the Father speak tonight. Let our Lord Jesus come on a sin to meet every need. You know that the need of your children. We're not coming here just to listen to some preaching, but Lord, we're coming here to listen to our Father speak to us. We thank you, Lord. Lord, as we dedicate ourselves for the service, we pray, Lord, that you make yourself become more real than ever to us. As the as time is coming near, as the coming of the Lord is becoming nearer than ever, Lord, just making it as a heart is burning. Lord, we want to get ourselves ready, Lord, because it's the bride has make herself ready. That only one thing can make herself ready. That is the word that you speak this this hour. We give you all the glory and thanks. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, let us just turn to the scripture right away. Second the King. And it's very glad that Brother Tom and uh, Brother Michael is back and Brother Tim's is still uh, on the way back to home. Uh, so we just continue remembering him. Uh, I almost feel I have to say sorry to you to see me again. Uh, this is uh, drafted. This is not a volunteer, I guarantee you. Um, but if you're looking forward for God to speak, I just pray, Lord, speak to your children. Because I know that the sheep hear his voice and that always recognize his voice. My voices might be just like a human voice. But if you're looking forward for him to speak, I believe the Father will speak to your heart. And we don't need a whole lot of a word, just one word from him. It will satisfy us. Uh, Second King, chapter uh, two. I'm a bit of under the weather, so if you can just watch me if I cough, just turn out so low, don't, don't blow your ears out. Uh, chapter two, verse nine. And it came to pass, when they were gone over, that Elijah said unto Elias, Ask what I shall do for thee, before I be taken away from thee. And Elisha said, I pray thee, that a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. And he said, Thou hast asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if thou see me when I am taken from thee, 
it shall be so unto thee. But if not, it shall not be so. And it came to pass as they still went on and talked, and behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and a horse, horses of fire, and parted them both asunder. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. And Elisha saw it, and he cried, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel, and a horseman thereof. And he saw him no more, and he took, a, took hold of his own clothes and ran them in two pieces. He took about also the mantle of Elijah and fell from him and went back and stood by the bank of Jordan. And he took the mantle of Elijah and fell from him and smote the waters and said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he also had smitten the waters, they parted hither and thither, and Elisha went over. And when the sons of the prophet, which were viewed at Jericho, saw him, they said, The spirit of Elijah does rest on Elisha. And they came to meet him and bowed themselves to the ground before him. Uh, let's just turn to another scripture, which is right out on a Sunday, a book of John. Book of John, chapter 14. Uh, that's we uh, read to the scripture on Sunday for uh, the title I spoke of one, you see me, you see the Father. So we're like uh, to continue on this subject. And um, verse 8, chapter 14, verse 8. Philip says unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and he suffices us. Jesus says unto him, have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father. And how seest thou then show us the Father? May the Lord bless his word, and you may be seated. <clears throat> we find out that Jesus, when he was um, in the scripture, and all the time we can find him uh, speaking things, uh, in those days, it was a very, uh, if they use the word, uh, odd or abnormal to the um, uh, tradition that, that people has always heard. Uh, you have to understand that those people, they're going to church all the time. Those people that are called the Jewish people, they've been keeping their religion for 2,000 years. They always believe that God, Jehovah, is their God. And although they have the time that it backslide, they're coming back. The Lord sent out a prophet and bring the word to them. Prophet to them is not something that is abnormal. For son of a man to say that he is the son of a man, if you go check on Ezekiel, that's Ezekiel has been saying, and a son of a man, son of a man. And that even the Lord said to the prophesy, son of a man. <coughs> And then, uh, so it is not something that is very strange for the, the people. But though they have been so familiar uh, with what they have been always been taught, the rabbis and the prophets and all these years, but when the Son of a Man, that is the fullness that all the prophets has been reflecting to, and all the prophet has been talking about, when this Jesus come under the same, and the, the people, they miss it. And the Jesus said that the things that was so uh, contrary to where their denomination has told them, but not to what is the Lord through the prophet has told them. So when they saw that as something uh, that they have been uh, believe God for Jehovah and everything, but still when they saw something, when they under the tradition veil and his veil them so blind that it missed Jesus completely. 
And that I'll say in this age, if we're not be careful, we can be saying we believe in the message. We're going to the church all of the time. And as a prophet, Brother William Branham, as a messenger of this year. But if we're taking not off the tradition veil that is blind in our eyes, we can still miss it. Where we're singing, where we're preaching, where we're believing, where we're hearing the tape all the time, where we're listening to the message all the time, you can still miss it. It's not a something that is an impossible. It's impossible for the elect that is that they can be deceived. But people can, in every church, they always have a three kind of a believer. And they're a make-believer, an unbeliever, and there's a real believer too. And we just have to make sure we are in that same category. And we have to make sure we're not missing that. But if you keep focusing on the Word, if you keep believing on the, the Word, not that's your own idea. <coughs> not let your own idea uh, try to distract you from the, what you have always been believing, that what God has in the mirror, make it as it is real to you, then you won't miss it. But it's a behoof to us that we must be, keep focused on that all the time. And that a brother Bram said in an unveiling of God, and then he said, uh, uh, he said, uh, out of my subject this morning, I trust that God will review this. And each time, if you who take the tapes and listen, and I hope and I trust that you have that uh, spiritual understanding of what God has been trying to get over to the church without saying it at a right out. He said, it's a thing sometimes we have to say things in such a way that it might thin down. And it might bring some to go out. Some to leave and some to ponder it over. But that's done purposely. It must be done that way. Sometimes when we're thinking about that, we're thinking, well, God was such a cruel God. Why he doesn't open up everybody's eye, let everybody to understand him. But God doing that purposely. Because in God's thoughts, he had a certain people in his mind. God's grace is for everybody. But in his thoughts, he said, I know my thought towards you. And God has a thought, and in that thought, there are a certain group of people that came out of him, and they will go back to him. And his whole focus is on those group of people. And this age, when God sends this son of a man that we call the William Branham, the prophet, with his ministry of the prophet coming to us to reveal that son of a man, which is Jesus Christ, is for that certain group of people. So that's why when God is doing the things, he was speaking the things that seemingly uh, that's uh, just abnormal to the other people. And to say things, uh, it seems that some people, they just can't understand. And some people, they just left. And some people, they pondered it over. But they never, uh, they never uh, really uh, doubled down or they gave their whole self to it. And they just pondered and they pondered, but without really making a decision for it. But some people, but for some people, when as soon as they saw it, then they know this is what God had given to them. And then they had to put their whole life into it. And to the brother Bram said in an unveiling of God, and to the, he talking about to the Peter and uh, those uh, disciples. And uh, those, uh, uh, when uh, Peter, as soon as uh, that he saw Jesus and those people, they started to follow Jesus. That is the disciples. And then we find that one of the people start to, when Jesus started speaking, when those people does not understand, and the thousands of people left at him, and then he said that if you don't eat to the flesh, 
and the son of a man, you have no part of, uh, of me. And the people said that this saying it was so hard. Now, who can uh, understand this? Then the 70s and to the left of them. But for Peter and those are the disciples, they don't understand that either. But it doesn't bother them. They're the chosen before the foundation of the world. And there's nothing can deter them. And nothing can, uh, can reject them. Nothing can discourage them. No matter what they went through, even they themselves cannot discourage them. Even the things that they've done, the things that they say, they don't understand that they go back to uh, the, uh, uh, Peter, as I said on a Sunday, that they go back for fishing. But they, no, nothing can deter them out of the way from the Lord. And sooner or later, when the Lord started to look back to them, start to uh, reveal himself to them, they come back right out of the way. So the brother Bram said, it's an apostle Peter, and then he made that out of great statement. So Lord, to whom will we go? See, for we are satisfied. That's the key word here. They are satisfied. Lord, speak to us so that we can be satisfied. It's not just speak to us, speak to us so they can tingle so they can tingle our hearing. So that it can make us alive or make us a joy and make it this way. But Lord, speak to it a certain way so that we can be satisfied. We can say, yes, Lord, that's it. And to me, it's a, uh, it's a finish, finito. It's a finished. There's nothing going to deter me in other way. And your action will show if you haven't been satisfied or not. And so that we know assuredly that you and you alone have the word of a life of this hour. Many people have the word. But only him have the word of life in this hour. And see, we are satisfied of that. And then he said, therefore, they know that a word that was written for that age, that they were living in, the messianic age, that he fit that place exactly. And what could they do to go back in the cold formal church that he had a coming out and uh, coming out of? Because uh, they have, they don't, oh, I'll say it this way. Those people, uh, Peter and those disciples, when Jesus started talking about if you don't eat of the flesh and drink of the blood, you have no part of me. They don't understand sort of, what does that mean. And sort of, but sort of, the one thing they know, that they know they cannot go back. Because where do they go back to? They go back to the, the code and formal church? Go back to their denomination again. They know that's where they're coming out of. When they come out, they come out for the word of life. And even the word of life, don't reveal to them. They know what is not. They know if they go back, they wouldn't have anything. Because it's the word of life in that hour called them out. And I remember and when I first come to Canada here, I have a little bit of struggle about this message. And I came in over out of here. You, many of you have heard, heard of my testimony. I was sitting there listening to the, the preaching. And um, I couldn't under, understand the terminology they use. They talk about the seed. They talk about uh, 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 the conceive. They talk about the serpent seed. All those words were just uh, uh, to me. I, I was thinking, what is this bunch of uh, people? You know, what they're talking about today, it just doesn't make sense to me uh, uh, at all. But when I saw the life, I know they, had, they possess something that I don't have. And then uh, the more I'm listening to it, though I don't understand, but I realize that there's something that uh, the people they're listening, they're listening to transformed their life. And their life holding there. 
the life steady. They're steadfast. They can believe the word. They can make it what they heard uh, to living. And it's not the means that they don't have a, a struggle, or they don't have a hard life, but something that is living in that, living inside of them, always upholding them. Something living inside them and something that they believe, it can always drag them out of the situation that they are in. So then I, during that struggling time, and this is to my shame, I, I left the church. And there was about a few months of the time, uh, I just said, you know, I, I just can't, can't live this. So I, I, I tried to convince myself, well, even I don't go to this church, even I don't listening to what they call the, the prophet to listen, I go to some denomination, I can still uh, do that. So I went to the, some of the church in the, the Fraser Strait and the Eastern Vancouver there, and that I go to, the, uh, go to their denomination, I think I'll, I'll choose the, the best one. Choose the one that can really sincere about the word. Choose the one that is really, uh, really believe the Bible. Nothing but the Bible. And you know, they, that's what they call them. Did you ever, does anybody heard of the watchman knee? Yeah. yeah they, uh, they, they consider they are the one that are most close to the Bible. And their philosophy or their logo is nothing but the Bible. Only thing that's in the, the Bible. Every word of the Bible. I said, I'll go there. So I went over there, uh, sitting in there. They're very close to the, the Bible. They don't have a long hair, but they had a hat on, the, the woman. Because they, they, they feel that's their covering. Well, close enough. Uh, but to that time, I think, wow, that's pretty good. You know, they want to follow the word of God. And I had to go there, and so they said, we don't want a denomination. They don't even call the church name at a Watchman Easter. They just call themselves Church of Vancouver. Church of this. They don't say, we don't want any name that's of a denominational name, a Baptist and a Methodist and all those kind of things. I said, wow, that's pretty good. You know, they was, uh, they're, 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 they're getting closer. And uh, they said that a man, and they have to be, uh, uh, you know, we have to be honest. They do, they do everything according to the Bible. I was sitting over there. I was listening to their preaching. And uh, they said that about a word. And, you know, in that, my um, little um, puny understanding. I don't quite understand the, the Bible. But uh, if they said that they're close to the Bible, I said, I'll, I'll, I'll believe what they believe. At least they believe the, the Bible. Isn't that sound familiar? There's a lot of people in this age and they want to bypass the message. We just believe the Bible. Yeah, just teach me the, the Bible. But if you don't have the revelation of the, the prophet, Bible means nothing to you. It was just in the book of history. It was just in the book that would tell you about how to live a moral life and how to do this and how to do that. And even that, they got a hard time to do it. And then I went in there. I was sitting in there. People are sincere. You talk about a sincerity. When they, when they started singing, I didn't see a dry eye in the whole congregation. You don't find it here. People are crying. They love Jesus. Oh, we love the Lord. One certain pe person that break out with the prayer. And that right in the congregation, they're screaming and they're praying to the Lord. And people are crying. Their tears are went down. And I've cried with them. Because they touched the emotion of them. You love Jesus and everything. And then they're in that. But after all things been done, I know they don't have what they claim they have. And I've been here. And I went there. And I know what these people had. I know those people, they don't have it. Though I don't agree that time with what has been preached. But when I go there, I realize the one thing. I know they don't have it. And it was just like those people. Peter, 
and those other apostles, they might not have the full rev- <coughs> they might not have the full revelation of Jesus Christ, who he is. They might not have the full revelation of what is the God's plan in the future, about a rapture and about the end time, about all of that. They might not have the whole understanding and about uh, if you see me, you see the Father. But they have one revelation. That one revelation that they have is that you are the Son of God. And if we leave this, where we're going to? They might not have the full revelation of the future yet, but they know those people doesn't have it. It was just like we can say this way. I don't know what is a yes, but I know what is no. I don't know full about the little God. I haven't got a full uh, comprehension of him yet. I will never have it until I meet him face to face. But I know one thing. If I go back to those church, they're the cold and formal. There's nothing in them. Because that's the one that I'm coming out of. At that time, I don't know. I don't know these people are right. But I know those people are not right. Because I can see that the way they're, they're preaching is different. They can't live what they preached. And I can see them of what it has been considered as it is we're closer to the Bible. But when come to the, the certain verse of the, the Bible, even I saw it and they didn't see it. And they said, well, it doesn't matter. I, thought, I said, you said, you said that you're closer to the Bible. Everything, nothing but the Bible. I learned something. Okay, the baptism is right. I was baptized in the tank, and then I left it at the church. So I went over there. I, I said, at least that is right. But even that, they wouldn't agree. And then I go home, and uh, you talk about a love. People have a love. This might step on the toes of somebody. And when I first come to the church, and even later on, and then the people, and I, uh, after I, uh, you know, after I give my heart to the, to, the, to the Lord, I really believe in the message, I started to introduce the people to come to the church. You know, most of the people, when they come to the church, you know, one of the most things I found out was very common. And everybody else was saying, uh, unless they're sitting here, Sister Juniper, unless they believe. Those people who left, you know, what's the reason they left? And you wouldn't believe the reason. They said, they don't have a love. You really don't have it? They come down on the, on the hallway there. The first thing, they, when they said, I said, how do you like the service? Ah, yeah, the service is good. But, you know, I just don't feel love. And I thought, man, we're bad. I said, we don't have a love? I mean, I, so I started inviting them coming over to my home. I want to show some love to them. But you know, then I find it out, when they say there's no love, actually they mean there's no social life here. There's no every Sunday afternoon, the church have a whole banquet on, everybody eat. I even have, well, there was one church, and one, uh, uh, there was one Chinese come to our church, and, and he said, that, you know, our church, we every Sunday afternoon, we have a banquet. He said they have the Chinese food laid over the whole table. Everybody. I've been there, done that, eat that. I was there too. 
If you want some real good Chinese food, go to some Chinese church. And they all have the Chinese food laid on there. Man, you, you're talking about the food. They're, 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 they have a love. And then when they find that they don't have it, there's one even person said, he said, during the COVID time, he said, we, you know, our pastor, he said, we can't let everybody just uh, come into the to eat, uh, you know, with, uh, uh, because there is a restaurant. But we must have a love. So everybody bring your own lunchbox. They're going to eat but in your own lunchbox, but just put in your own lunchbox. What a love that they have. And they have a, when they said that you don't have a love, I find out that they mean you don't have a social life. You know, you don't have a, you don't preach much about a social gospel. You don't preach more about how to be a good citizen, how to be a community that we are trying to help this and try to do that. Don't misunderstand me. We need that. We do that. But first thing first, we're coming here. It's not just for the social life. We're coming here. It's not just for the Chinese food or the, or the Western food. We're coming here for the spiritual food in due season. So they're, they're, when they say, you know, I, I, then I realize that the people that are coming in the church is not merely just for the word that was the preaching. They come into the church for many other reasons. And the word, of course, is one of them. But you see, for the believer, the word should be the only reason that we come into church for. Because the prophet said, if we come to the church, not for the correction, he said, we don't come to, there's nothing for us to come to church for. Because for coming to the church is the only one purpose Lord corrects us. We're coming to here. is <coughs> to get it prepared for that body change. And then we have, we have eternity that we can social with you. You want social life? Come join me when the millennium come. You'll be sick and tired of me knocking on the door a thousand years. But when we come over here, there's only one reason. The reason is the word in this hour. We're not here just for the social life. We're not here just for the sending our children that to the school to have a better school. We're not coming here just to be a good citizen. We're coming here for one purpose. Don't miss the rapture. That's what we're coming here for. To let our foot set on the golden street. That's what we're coming here for. And only the word can send us over there. Then the prophet said, he said, they said, where will we go to? See, we're fully persuaded that you have the word of life. And they couldn't explain it, but they believe it. They're coming for one purpose, that is the word of God. And when they're coming for the word of God, it's not just for an intellectual. And though they cannot interpret, though they cannot uh, explain it, but their faith take a hold of what they believe. And so when Jesus, he sent down by the preaching of the word, and the some uh, caused some to leave, it caused some to uh, pondering, but some to state. And Brother Branham said, he said, why did he was doing that? He said, to gather them together. Gather them together for what? Gather them together not just uh, for a social life.
But get them together, get her around to the word. Get her on, he become the focal point. So he can uh, preach to them, can speak to them. So their eyes won't be distracted by this person, by that person, by this idea, by that idea, or this group left, or that people left. They are not distracted by that. When Jesus is standing down, some leave, some do this, some do that. But Jesus is putting them all together so that they can put their whole focus on Jesus Christ. That he can become the focal point of those disciples. That's why Peter made that statement, so Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. And we believe and assure that thou art that Christ, the Son of the living God. And Brother Bram said in the unveiling of a God, he said that Jesus said that to weed down his crowd. You mean Jesus doesn't like a crowd? No, it's not that way. It's the word will never gather you a crowd. Because the God's mind has his own people that in his mind. He's only cared about his own people. And that his own people only attracted by his word. Amen. Or if I should say, by the son of a man's ministry. And he revealed himself as the son of a man. And only the son, only the believer was attracted by that son of a man ministry. I'll give you a later, later the quote. And the Bible said, see, till he could get to the group together. And out of all those people, the only 11 of them then understood actually who he was. They know that he was God and the God alone. They might not understand a whole lot of things, but they know one thing. This son of a man revealed the Father to us. They may not understand a whole lot that uh, a rapture, all those kind of things. But they know this ministry revealed that God to us. This is the one that we can rest that our soul on. And I will say in this hour, this message is the one we can rest that our soul on. Amen. This son of a man's ministry revealed that Jehovah God, that is the Old Testament of Jehovah and the New Testament of Jesus Christ. And at an end time, the Son of a Man that he revealed, he revealed that Jehovah God, that Jesus Christ, right in front of our eyes. And in the unveiling of a God, Brother Brandon said, for the Reformer's age, Western and Luther, and all down through, then we find out that the God is so bundled up, just like Israelites did, till when he does that appear in the last days, in the Pentecostal age, as the Holy Spirit, they rejected it. They did the same thing Israel did. And the, what does he do now? Return as a son of a man. Their rejection introduced the son of a man to be revealed in this hour. When they reject, and then God himself come as a son of a man. And revealed himself as a prophet for whose sake for your and me sake because of the children of God can only receive God when God come in in the form of a son of a man and uh, when, in the 2000 years he has been revealed himself as a son of a God as of the Holy Spirit 
When I was in the denomination of the, in the church, I shared it with you. You know, we cry, we scream, and we can, uh, we, we dream of dreams. And, the, the, you know, you have the Pentecostal blessings. Uh, you saw the healing of all of that. Those are all the Holy Spirit and manifestation that is the Son of God in a, in a denomination as well. But those things, it doesn't attract the children of God. Those things that doesn't attract the bride of Jesus Christ in this hour. Only when the Son of a Man was revealed, then I caught it. And only when the Son of a Man ministry, when God came in as a prophet form, that attracted my attention. He said, then from that, Son of David. See how close we are. Son of a Man, Son of David, Son of a God. He's revealed in the last day as the Son of a Man. According to Malachi 4, he said, no more dealing with the church. They put him out on the outside, knocking at the door. Some predestinated seed in there, yet he must get to them. How he get to them? He get to them by the ministry of a son of a man. I remember when I was at the end of the church, we're, we're fast and pray. And the only day I coming to meet my wife is on a Saturday. And I said, my wife had a cooked in the meal. And I said, honey, I don't want to eat. I want to fast and pray. And we have the burden for the people over there in the denomination. We have the things that's going on, different things. I fast and pray. My, my wife said, honey, this is the only day that we can get together and eat. You talk about sincerity. Yes, sincerity. But sincerity bring you to nowhere. The word will bring you to that. And I was crying. And at the end of the Holy Spirit coming down. You talk about it. Pray. We pray six hours a day. And from an, uh, after the church, that the denomination, we know there's nothing there. We go back home, we pray, we pray, and pray hours by hours. And with a whole box of a tissue there, everybody's tears dropping down there. was a crayon. Do we see God? Yes, we saw him manifest. We saw the healing, we saw the miracle, we saw the all kinds of things that had happened. But if something was lacking in there, you know what is lacking? Son of a man ministering. And God determined and said, I must take you to that son of a man ministry. Because of the earth, that's the only ministry can fill the gap. That's the only ministry can fill the emptiness. That's the only ministry can show you the Father. That's the only ministry can bring in to the rapture. God has only one mind that is in him. He was thinking about to show you the rapture. To show you the Father so that you won't miss it. That's his whole purpose for this last age. And he's not dealing with the church anymore. And then but when the Son of our Man ministry come. And I was thinking about I'm the only one that came out of from there. What are the people that's so sincere? More sincere than me. But he never get it. But you know what? The Lord never revealed that to them. But how thankful that we are. The Lord revealed the Son of a Man, the prophet's ministry, that it to us. Amen. And when he revealed that, it must be an individual affair. It's not something that's a group revelation. That's why with crowd or without crowd, with group or without group, there's a team or there's a no team. It's an individual affair. Amen. It's not just for a group of people. You know, God wants himself a living inside of the, in, the individuals. Amen. And to the unveiling of a God, a bride of Adam said that he poured himself that into the bride of Jesus Christ. And that's the individual. He wants to pour himself into you. 
He doesn't just give you an arm, just give you the feet. He poured himself into you. The difference is between the quantity and the little quality. We have the same quality that are just like a spoonful of an ocean. But that end, Jesus Christ gets the whole ocean. And he poured himself in the bride, bride in the bride. The bride of Jesus Christ is around the world. In Uganda, in China, in India, in Russia, in Ukraine, wherever that is in. But in the same God, that the same quality, that the same the quantity is might be in the, the uh, bride and universally, but the same quality, the elements of a God Himself is right in you as well. Amen. He poured himself. Brother Ramon said he used the word kenosis. And it was a in another word here, emptied himself. It's not like in a vomit that himself, but God changes form. That he want to pour himself into you. But if God want to pour himself into you, he must be to pour himself into certain people. And you know, when we're thinking sometimes we're thought, okay, he poured himself. That means he was almost like a water, like a liquid, like without a form, just whatever you are, he poured in you. No. When you pour something into a certain thing, you must have a cast. You must have a mold. Yes. And then you pour yourself. You're not going to pour that thing in that mold. God has to shape you first. He must mold you first. Give you the cast you first. So that you have a certain shape to a certain condition. Then he poured himself into it. He wanted the people that can really believe him. That, that can have a faith to believe whatever God has said, that is the truth. No matter I understand it or don't understand it, but if the word of God has said so, and that's how I believe it. And that's the type of a cast that God wants. It's those type of a people that can believe every word of God, and that's the mold God wants to pour himself into. Then I think about the Christ the mystery of a God reveal. And in the service before, I quoted this quote. Let me quote this again. But all this mystery is revealed, revealed only as a promise to his bride. Hell is against this truth of the revelation of a mystery. But the bride is standing on it. That's her stand. He said, why do you hunger, church? Why do you thirst? It's the Father try to reveal his uh, hidden secret to you. And that on, on Sunday, I speak a lot about the, the desire. And uh, when Sister Bruce uh, talking about talk to uh, the prophet, has a private interview, Brother Bram to talk to her, said, look at what your desire it is. But you know, when you have the desire, what is the next thing you do? You must be focused yourself. We said, we're hunger. We're thirsty. And God tried to reveal that secret to me. But he said, we let so many things that uh, take that out of us. But do you see? He said, why are you hungry? Why are you thirsty? Because God wants to reveal his hidden secret to you. The secret is that a crisis mystery of God revealed inside of you. He wants to live inside of us. He wants to pour himself inside of us. He wanted to become a kenosis, emptied himself, and poured into us. But we must be having that cast and the mold so that he can 
poured inside of us. And it's those are people that believe him, no matter what situation, what condition they're in, those type of the people God want to pour himself into. So what is this? The Satan was to try to do in the greatest battle I ever fought. But Abraham said his attack is what? To disbelieve God's word. That is his attack. And what is the Satan's weapon against you? It's to try to get you to disbelieve your weapon. That it disarms you. He said if he can get you to disbelieve your weapon is, is, a, is a equivalent if he gets you to believe that your weapon is not a strong enough, he has disarmed you. He's disarmed you when he gets you to disbelieve that weapon. When you lay it down, that finish your fight, he said, you're done. Then Brother Bram said, hold that weapon. Don't you lay it down. The word is our weapon. It takes the hands of a faith to believe on the word. He said, I don't feel that. It doesn't go by feeling. It's go by the faith to believe whatever word of God said, he will make it come to pass. But what Satan tried to do, he tried to make you to feel that your weapon is not good enough for him. And it makes you feel that this is not strong enough that a weapon that you have. And he said, you might have it before, uh, you might have an experience, but this time it's different. This time has no different. No matter what happened, before if God can save you, God can continue to keep you saved. If God before can heal you, then he can continue to heal you. If he can deliver your children before, he can continue to deliver them. Then the prophet said, so now we are invited into him to be a partaker of all that he is. We're invited into him, which is a hit to unbeliever by the veil of human flesh. It is a just a word to them, but to us is a manifestation. It's no more a word, but it's a reality. We're not just a saw a word, but we saw the word has manifested. We saw the word has become a reality to us. That will hold that a person. That's why I, I, I quoted it last uh, Sunday. Brother Bram said, when the man once catch that vision of the invisible God and know that he's always a present, there is something that stabilizes the man's thinking. If it's just a word, it won't stabilize you. If you just quote it a word, repeating it a word, that won't stabilize you. But when you saw the word manifest, that stabilized our thinking. In the, because what we saw is not just some word on the page. We know that the word can work. We know that the word can heal. We know that the word can deliver. We know whatever the word has said, he mean it. If God has done that in that person, he would have done that. He would do the same thing to me. To them it's just a word, but to us it's a reality. When God said that there would be light, there was a, that was the word. But now there is light. It ain't the word, but it's the light. He said now it isn't just a written word to us. It's a reality. We are in him. Now we are enjoying. Now we behold him. 
Now we see him. The word manifests himself. What is the son of a man's ministry? It's not just to reveal us the word. It's not just to tell us that God sent it to the prophet. There's a certain doctrine. There's a serpent seed that you understand. And make the word take a place. And make the word manifest it. Then the word become a reality. When he called a certain people, said that you live on a certain street. That shows us there's a reality. Because the word is a two-edged sword. When he sold it to the people that on the con- in the congregation, that the brother way was died right into the pew. Then the prophet went down there and did a prayer and a prayer. Then it come to life. He shows us that the word become alive again. It's not just the word anymore, but it's the reality. And that will stabilize the people's thinking. And that will stabilize the people's action. And then Brother Ben said, in the time of distress, distress and trouble, it still make him look upward and above the things that are happening around him because he's looking at unseen, yet by the promise. And that the scripture that we just read, and that the first, uh, second king, and he's talking about this uh, prophet Elijah, as this is going on the way. And the Elisha was the follow, following him. And the Elisha, when before his going, Elisha asked, uh, Elijah asked, Elisha said, what can I do for you? And Elisha didn't ask anything else. He just asked, he said, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. I was thinking, that's, that's Elisha's desire. Then I thought, Lord, what is my desire this? Lord, I wanted a double portion of it. People might thinking for the prophet that we want a double portion of what is the prophet is, but that's what Elijah wants. I don't want a double portion of Elijah's ministry. Nobody who can interpret can impersonate that. But I wanted a spirit on him and in a double portion that's on me. Isn't that the same spirit that for the bride of Jesus Christ to have? You know, Elisha, what Elisha did, he got a double portion of the result of the Elijah had. We wanted a double portion of that of what this Elijah had. Not that the impersonation for it is a ministry, for the discernment, for this and that. But I want to what the Spirit anointed in him. Lord, in a double portion, anointed ourselves. So that we have a double result. It's not only in a one man's ministry, but our ministry has spread it to the world. It goes to Uganda, it goes to Ethiopia, it goes to China, it goes to everywhere. Isn't that a double portion of it? What's it in the prophet? It's just in one man's ministry, but by the son of a man's ministry, when he showed us the Father, that ministry is going around the world. How we're thankful that God gave us that the pastor has the vision. It's not just that the vision said, okay, we just asked for, that's no more. But it said, this word must go out. This word must be translated. This Bible must be translated. This word must be go around the world. What a double portion that he desired for. And God has done that. The prophet of Bethlehem is a one man's ministry. He couldn't do that. But God, in this hour, he anointed the bride of Jesus Christ everywhere to do that work. So when Elijah had that desire, Elisha has that desire, 
want of a double portion. And Elijah said, he said, if you see me, what I was taking from you, it shall be so unto you. But if not, it shall not be so. In another word, if you see me going, then you can have what you ask for. So it's all hinged on one thing, on the seeing. This Elisha must uh, see that uh, this Elijah is going. If without seeing that, if this is not something that is a reality, the double portion won't come. Or if I should say this, by seeing, then you can possess. By seeing something that is a reality, that you can actually possess that. It's not just a seeing with your eye, but see with your faith to believe it. So Elijah said to Elijah, if you see me going, he said, but if you see me, he said, then you can have the double portion. So the double portion was a hinge on to see the prophet going. That means that if you see him going, then you can have that. You can do the greater work. If you see that it is going, if you see that the prophet, see that Elijah, that the things that he do, and you will do more. And Brother Bremer says that in the question and answer, he said, now in that day, that prophet was the word. For he was the manifestation of the word to the world. And when Jesus was here on earth, he was the Elijah. This thing said that I do, shall you do also. Greater than these things shall you do, because I go unto my Father. And I said, now, how are you going to do it? Watch him. How are you going to do the greater work? Watch him. How are you going to do the more? Watch him. How are you going to double portion? Watch him. When you watch him, when you sold him, when you have that revelation, knew who he is, that will give you the double portion. If God has to give us a desire, just like Elijah wanted a double portion when God's spirit is on us, and it doesn't he, oh, and if we give it, let me see this, and if we keep our eyes on this son of a man's ministry, if we see him going, or Elijah was raptured, or if I can put it this way, if we can see the rapturing message. It's not just seeing the, the prophet in his flesh, but it's seeing him going. What is this message for? This is a message of going. This is the message of we're living. Be catching it away. This is the message of the rapturing faith. This is the message of our rapturing grace. When we saw the rapturing message, then we can have a double portion. When you see it, then you will have the double portion. And when we know this message will take us to the rapture. This message will prepare a bride. I'm a one of them. And I'm a member of the bride's body. When I saw that, I know I got a double portion. That double portion is while I'm on earth. And then I can do what is the prophet has to do. You know, we're thinking too little of ourselves. All we're thinking it was just a little this and a little that, how to cope with us on this earth. We have much more that we can grant. 
We have much more that the Lord wants us to do. There are much more people need to hear this message. There are much more prodigal sons and daughters that need to hear the message and come back to the Father's house. We want to see the double portion. But to to get a double portion is to watch him and to see him. See him personally. Not just to see that in the word, but see the rapture message that God had given to us in this hour. See the son of a man's ministry is to reveal the father that he can see. When you see me, you see the father. The father is not something just in the name. It's not just in the heaven, but I become a personal to you. And we saw that the same thing that in the New Testament that we just read in the scripture. Philip says unto him, said, Lord, show us the Father. And he suffices us. Show, that means to give evidence or prove of a thing. To show by words or teaching. Suffice means to be possessed of unfailing strength. To be strong, to suffice, to be enough, to be satisfied, to be content. If we can put it this way, Philip wants more of God. Philip is not like those people. That's all those uh, 70 that's the left, there's the thousands that's the left. Those people, when they hear something that are not uh, according to their understanding, phew, they just left. And those people that uh, when they hear that Jesus said, you don't eat my flesh, you don't drink my blood, you have nothing uh, in me. And when they heard it, it was too hard to understand. They're just gone. Now Philip. Philip has been with Jesus all this time. Even Jesus said, you've been with me so long. When you see me, you see the Father. Philip has been go so long. He, he went through, if we can say that he went through thick and thin. He went through the rough time, the good time, but he kept staying with Jesus. But Philip has a desire. Philip desires, I want more of God. He said, it will suffice us. There was a hunger, there was a desire in me. I haven't been fully satisfied yet. And I want more of you. I want more of God. Oh God, show us the Father so that I can be sufficed. Lord, become more real to me. I've been sitting in the church for year after year, but it never become a reality to me. That's why I become unstable. Lord, I want to be stabilized. I, want, I don't want to just come into the church. I don't want to just listen to the preaching. Lord, show us the Father so that I can be suffice, so that I can be stable. Isn't that a Sister Bruce in a private interview that what she wants? She was asking Brother Branham and said, Brother Branham, I never had experience of the baptism of the Holy Ghost so that I can put my foot up. And she had a desire. She had a desire, wanted to know more about God. She wanted to have a desire that her life can be stabilized. That she wanted her life can be stable. Isn't that like some of us? I think it's like all of us. We want more of God. We desire Him that He reveal more Himself to us. Not just a bunch of a word put together, but see Him in the reality. See Him that it make me like a cast that He can us into me. See me get more reflected in Him. Show us the Father 
I saw that in the universe. I saw that in the word. I saw that in the son of a man. But Lord, I want to see that in me. Philip is not like uh, those people who saw it, who don't understand, just leave. He's like a Peter. Lord, I don't understand this state. And uh, sometimes, you know, when we're experiencing certain things, it's not we're doubting the message. It's not that we're, you know, oh, I don't understand, I'm just leaving. Sometimes now we're come to the point, just like a Philip come. Lord, show us the Father. We want a more something that's more real. Something that has a more power in it. As, a, as a Philip said, uh, suffice, it means to possess of unfailing strength. Do you feel failed sometimes? We feel our strength fail us. It's not as an unfailing strength. How we want it. There's some strength can be like a bubbling water. Just always there. Whenever it's needed, always there. We want to possess that unfailing strength. To be strong? Oh, how I want to be strong. Not physically, but strong in faith. Strong in faith to believe for our brother Ebi. Strong in faith to believe for our sister Ramona. Strong in faith to believe for our sister Pam, sister Helen, brother Milko, all this in need. I want an unfailing strength and to be strong. To be enough. And to be satisfied and to be content. How I want to be like a baby in a mom's arm and I feel content. As long as a mom's is feeding, as long as a mom's is wisdom, then I feel content. Lord, I know Jehovah. I know Jehovah is El Shaddai. I know him, he's the breasted one. When we feel the fussy and the fret and we can nursing in his bosom. But Lord, I just want to become more real to me. Then Philip asked the Lord, he said, show us the Father. He's not a, he's a doubting. If he doubted, he would have left already. He didn't doubt, but just something he wanted more reality. What, what Jesus said? Jesus said, I've been with you so long. He said, have I seen so long time with you, and yet has thou not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father. What does Jesus mean? Jesus meant to said, if you see me, you see the unfailing strength. If you see me, you see there's a strongness. If you see me, you see the Father. If you see me, you will be satisfied. Everything that you needed, when you see me, you have all of that. You think about the one the prophet talked to the sister Bruce, that in that private interview, and the sister Bruce said, I don't have an experience that I can put my foot on. 
Brother Bram would never argue with him about, you know, you should do this and that. Brother Bram would only ask him, what is your desire? And then Brother Bram would pointing him to that sacrifice. And what's your desire? He said, there's a Jesus Christ as a sacrifice standing between you and him. <coughs> so that the prophet had never given him another answer, said, you need to further do this and to further do that. The prophet had appointing to him, said, what you already have. You already have a desire that is in you. And he said, he said, you said, he said I made so many mistakes. I failed so many times. And then Brother Bram said to him, but there is a sacrifice in there. Because there is a sacrifice so that he doesn't see you. He heard your voice, but he didn't see you. He doesn't see your mistake. You already possess that. What you already possess is the one who will give you the double portion. What you already possess, that's the one that you should be satisfied What you already have, that's the one that should be enough for you. So when Jesus said, he said, when you see me, you see the Father. And Philip said, show us the Father. And he lacked of a revelation that what he already have, that's supposed to be sufficient for him. He lacked over the revelation that whatever that he has saw, actually, that will be satisfied everything that he's longing for. He doesn't need extra. He doesn't need something that is, I need a further, I need to do this, I need to do that. What you already have, that what you already possess, that are living inside of you, that is good enough. So Jesus was said to Philip, he said, when you see me, you see the Father. Or I should see, when you see the Son of a Man ministry, you have already saw the Father. And he said, show us the Father. And then I will say this to you, what you already saw the Son of a Man ministry. That what you went through, that in the last little while, or years and after the year, but you're still here. You're still believing. You still have faith to God. When everybody else is left, you still hold on to the word of God. When you're in your weakness, that you are strong. Wherever I'm weak, I'm strong. When you become a lack of a strength, that you start saying, Lord, I still believe in your word. What you already have, that is good enough for you. And what you already have right now at this moment is good enough, is strong enough to bring you to the rapture. What you already have, that's what gave you the double portion. What you already have, what you already believe will give you the healing, will give you the deliverance, and will give you the body change. There's enough rapturing power in what you have saw. There's enough deliverance that what you have saw. Because when you see the word manifest in this hour, Hallelujah. it's not a prophet's ministry, but it's a lay son of a man's ministry. It's a Christ himself that become a son of a man as a prophet, a reveal right in front of you. 
Then he said, Gerson, you see me, you see the Father. You might be as quiet as you can be. You may be as uh, exciting as you can be. That has nothing to do with the scene. When you see me, and Jesus said, you saw the Father. And what you saw is good enough for you. What you saw will put you into the rapture. What you saw has unfailing strength. What you already saw can have a strong. What you already saw is suffice to you. What you already saw has enough power to reject you out of this earth. You keep watching. Isn't it a prophet in the division? He saw there's a crowbar and a crowbar to open the mountain, and there's an inside and there's a white rock. And he tells other people, keep your eyes on it. Keep watching it. Don't look left. Don't look right. You already have it. All you need to do, just keep looking at it. All you need to do, keep watching it. You already possess that. But keep watching it. But keep looking at it. That will fulfill. That's your desire, your cry. So the Lord, show us the Father. It will suffice us. When you keep looking and you see the Father... When you see the Son of a Man ministry, then you see the Father. It's actually it's the Father with you all the time. And Jesus said, you've been with me all this time. Now think about how great that is. We have been walking with him all this time. We have been walking with him all this time by believing the word. And you have a desire? Yes, Lord, show us the Father. Then the Word said to you, when you see me, you already saw the Father. All the sufficiency and all the power, all the healing. You don't need extra. You don't need something more. You already possess it because I can notice myself into you. If he chose in the beginning to pour himself into you, where he left you, Will he leave you this lonely as an orphanage? No. When you saw me, he said, you saw the Father. And then the world won't see me no more. But he said, you shall see me. Let a musician come. And then you saw that a prodigal son. When he come back, he doesn't go through, as I said on Sunday, he doesn't go through the probation time. When he come back, he immediately got all the father's blessing. Immediately, he got all the father's joy, peace, and long-suffering. And whatever that is laid in the father, he got them all. It doesn't have to take it a long time in order for him to get it. And I'll say, you don't have to take a long time in order for you to get it. As soon as you come back to the Father's house, no matter what condition that you're in, everything that the Father's have, he immediately give it to the Son. All the authority, all the joy, all the peace, everything that he give to the Son. 
It's not by washing him, then give him the son. He know all that he give it to them will wash them and clean. And when the son take the possession one after from the father, he lost everything. But when the son, without anything, come back to the father, he gained everything. Because he recognized the father. He knows that in his father's house, there are many things. There's many food. That's enough. You know, when you coming back to the house of God, when you coming back to the Father, you tap it into unlimited resource of the Father that I have. What does the Father do then? All the Father do, Father never go out to look for his son. Father just at home waiting for his son. You as a father, you just do your waiting. You just live a life. And you just believing. Who woke the son? Brother Bram said, but an angel. Pat on him and wake up the son. Amen. Father never go out to try to bring him home. He doesn't even know where his son going. His son was in such a degraded, he totally lost in him. But a father is a faithful he stay at his position. He lived alive. He's waiting. He's praying. He's believing. Yes, sir. That faith, that believing, that long suffering, that patience, send an angel of God. Yes. Pat on the sense back. Said, Sonny boy, it's time to come home. Yes, sir. Amen. And when the son come home, the father never went out to the world. The father never went out just randomly just go to the bar and do this and do that. The father is always there because he holds his life true. This is the life the Lord gave it to me. You hold true to it. You stay at your position. And the angel of the Lord will pat on his back. He said, wake up, sonny boy. Wake up, my daughter. It's time for you to go home. Amen. You possess enough power that in the position that you are in right now, that can send an angel to pet on the sunny boy. Said, come home, son. No matter how you try to do, your ability will not bring them home. But if you stay at what you are, recognize you have saw the son of a man, and you have seen the father, and that will send an angel to let the long lost children to come back to the house of God. Let us all stand. Let's sing that my hope is in the Lord. Oh, my hope is in the Lord.
Prophecy is a reality. It's not just a bunch of a word powdered together. He's real. And I know he's real to me. I've been experiencing this too many and to not know that he's a reality. I know that we are, you know, some of some sometime we went through a rough time. Sometime we went through the difficulty. And a lot of time it is the things that you couldn't even utter. That the things that you went through. But I want to encourage you, keep looking. Just keep watching. And that the Lord who has been with you so long, that He's already in you. If He had to take you all these years, from the beginning to now, isn't He had enough power to bring you to the body change? Isn't He having enough power to let you go through every difficulty, every trial, and everything that you went through? And all you have to do, you don't have to look at things that are around. But Abraham said that the greatest enemy is the symptom. But if you look at it as a symptom, he become your greatest enemy. But if you don't look at it as a symptom, you just look at it, what is the word ever said? You keep believing. You keep walking. Just keep going. Just keep going forward. And the, the devil do this to you. Just keep going. Keep forward. Just keep looking at it, the word of God as it said. And when you look at it, what is the word has said? You know, Satan got you. No, he got no power. All he tried to do, he tried to attract you. But when you, when you don't be attracted by what he said and what, uh, whatever that is throwing your past, you just keep on watching. Then he become a powerless. He has no power over you. Let's just bow our head. Our heavenly Father, we thank you for your unlimited resource that you give it to us. What a power that you laid that in the word, Lord. If we just keep looking at it, then the word just almost feels like jumping out of our pages. As we're watching you, as Elisha was just watching Elijah, and the Lord, time after time, Lord, we, can, we do the same thing. Just by watching you day in and day out. And sometimes we can, can seemingly to go through it and go under it. But Lord, when we look up to you, Lord, you let us go through all the trials and the difficulties. We thank you, Lord. We know that uh, your amazing grace is always sufficient to us. I pray, Lord, that you be with your children. Lord, let them be like Elijah. Don't let them just have a desire for the double portion. Don't let them just have a desire to, uh, said, as Elisha said, give me that same spirit, that anointing. But Lord, let us, uh, Elijah's God, be our God. And let our eyes keep looking at it. Because the Lord, he only asked the one thing for Elijah to do. is that if you see me, Lord, keep our eyes, keep focus on you. Keep focus on the word day in this hour. Lord, we thank you, Lord. We know that when we saw the ministry of this son of a man that is our, we have seen the Father. I pray, Lord, you be with your children as we dismiss it, and not from uh, your presence, but just to dismiss from this sanctuary. May you let them go back home. Lord, as they pondering at the word, I just pray, Lord, may you draw nigh unto each one of them. Lord, we love you. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's just sing a... Uh, uh, Michael, do you remember the song? I 
uh, uh, the, the blood. You know, that's what they sing together with the, I speak in the name of Jesus, uh, I think that we sung that. Huh? Yeah, can you lead the, the song for me? Is that too hard for you? <laughs> I don't think there's any song that Michael don't know how to sing. <laughs> yeah, there is a blood. Amen. Well, let's just sing that all together. Don't look at this or don't look at that. Only look at the one thing. There is a blood that comes from the life. Who's alive? Our dear Heavenly Father. That's our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's just sing it all together. There. Yeah. 
sins, Lord. We give you all the glory and honor and thanks, Lord. Lord, what amazing God that we serve. And to think that about this God had to come down, become a man, and that through the Son of Man's ministry to show us the Father. Lord, thousands of years, even Philip, that had been with you for so long, and he said, show us the Father. It will suffice us. And Lord, we can say today, Lord, you have showed us the Father. And our heart is sufficed. We thank you, Lord. May you be with your children as we dismiss each other. Let your presence be go with us. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless every one of you. And let us remember for the Friday the funeral and for our dear sister Clara and remember the woman's family as the people started coming in to attend to the funeral and we pray to the Lord be with their family and anointing them and to strengthen them and remember brother Tom going to take the service on Sunday as well and we're so thankful that God gave us such a brother and I know he's tired and with all this trip but we're just holding the ministry's hand but our faith to believe for them and to pray for them. And uh, may the Lord bless everyone of you. God bless you. Shake hands and say the best thing you can say until we meet again.